Hello, and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, brought to you by Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's program. You're even speaking it away. You're saying there's nothing important about it, and you're even saying it's not necessary. That cancels us all that. There's no rendering in that. You see, we walk by faith. We walk what God shows us. And as that is received, that's tremendously glorifying to God. Remember the verse that I read here in the beginning? Abide in me, ask what you will. You know, in here is my Father glorified. That you bear much fruit. And then what the carnal man often says here, oh, that's speaking about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, and all that. Uh, No, he's just talking about something else when he quotes that. That can be part of it as well. But it's speaking about the miraculous power. I want you to know that I will never recant from that truth. It's what's so missing in the world today. If we have ever needed miracles in our life, it's not just a fact for miracles. We need miracles. We need God to intervene in some things that we can't in the nation, in the world, in the mess that is around this globe. We need a supernatural one that can intervene at all. Somebody has to have faith. I think of Elijah. I walked there. I stood there where Elijah stood, where he looked over in his home in Tishbe. He looked from there over in Jordan at this time. That time was all one land. And he could look and he could see on a clear day, he could see Mount Carmel, which was where the Baal activity was. And you could just know in your heart now that his thoughts were much up there because it was the kingpin of what ruled and brought dryness to Israel. And he'd stand there on these clear days, I'm sure, and he'd look across there. He says, God, you've got to destroy this. Because there's other voices. There's the voices of Baal are are ruling the land, and it's become dry. And they still believe in it. They're believing in, in Baal, the prophecies of Baal, because of the prophets that said, if you follow Baal and keep these little statues in your home, you will get rain. Three years later, there was still no rain. Finally, God said, just go up there. Go and meet who you need to meet. Go and meet Ahab. And I'm sure that all that time that he was praying and seeing the whole land suffering, and it was all based, again, on Elijah having faith in what God showed him and told him. I'll leave that. But I can just imagine how that that is. See, See, Elijah lived inside a walled city, and he knew his mechanic. He knew that when he'd go up there and he'd say that to these Baal gods, they could turn around and kill him so quick. They had 450 of them and another 400 that were uh, grove prophets or court prophets and 800 people standing against him. And he knew that he could be dead that quick. But you know what? He believed God. He knew God. He knew the voice of God and he believed God. And so he risked all his life to walk in that moment of truth, to go up and he slit the voice of the prophets and they quit talking. And the land started, there started to be rain. You know that. Remember the truth when when God showed me that, that it was down by the the creek there in Kishon. Just down from Mount Carmel, you can see it. Some of you have seen it. Just down there. 
He was down there and is about to see this bloody battle where he killed, slit the throats of 450 Baal gods or, or prophets. And he slit them. And when he slit the last one, he said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. There was no rain anywhere. There were no clouds anywhere. Nowhere, nothing. Then he went up on Carmel. I walked the very same path. Went up on Carmel all the way up. It's hard work. It's high. It's way big. You go up and 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 up. And then he tells his servant, see any clouds out over Mediterranean Sea? No, don't see any yet. And he prayed, put his, 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 his head between his knees. He said, he prayed again. And then he prayed again. Prayed seven times. Finally, he said, now go and look. And all at once he saw a cloud the size of a hand. This is a beautiful picture. When we were out there, we experienced almost the same thing. All at once we noticed up on Mount Carmel, there's almost, there's no cloud anywhere. It was just the size about of a hand was out there. You see, and he said, quick, let's run. We're getting rain. Because he knew his God. He knew the voices stopped. Listen, my friends, this morning, when some of you that might be going through unusual difficulties in your life, you might have heard a lot of Baal gods telling you things. And the impossibility is written all over circumstances and situations. Remember your mechanic. Remember the founder. Remember the wall city. Don't look outside the wall for answers. Look to the foundation, which is God. Look to him, look at the promises, and believe him by faith. It might take you a while. It took Abraham how many years? But he received his son when he was very, very old. Sometimes God wants to teach us how long this would take. There's one thing to have quick faith. There's another thing to have enduring faith. Which one do you think glorifies God the most? I don't know that I have an answer for that. But you might be in one that God is looking at in a different perspective. Just, I just have so much, uh, I have so much comfort in surrendering everything to God all the time, letting him work the details. You know, it might not happen now, it might not happen tomorrow, it might not happen next year or the next, or the following it might never happen, even in your lifetime, as I will read. But you still have faith, and that's what God was asking. And when you have that faith, there's glory that comes from that. And that glory is because of the rendering. That's the rendering that comes. What you don't know right now then, in that dependence, that it is God and Jesus that has his arm around you, and it is the Holy Spirit that is teaching you and that is feeding you, that is holding you, that is blessing you, that is giving you comfort. In God's eyes, that's tremendous glory. Sometimes we don't see that so much. We just want to see that end result. Do we understand the glory of God? We think it is being something out there. No. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill to man. When the heavens opened up, the glory shone because it was for the first time in this true revelation of city and foundations and maker 
covenant, New Testament covenant, where God opened the glorious heavens and the angels and everything. The Son of God came down, and now he dwelled amongst men, and we're in the midst of it. I want to tell you, do not look outside the wall. Stay inside the wall, because the foundation is God. He is God. He is the founder. He is the mechanic. He is the creator. I don't know that we need anything bigger than that. You know, you might say like that, take this to the extreme. To what extreme can I take this? To the extreme that God gives you faith for. Hear me. To the extreme that God gives you faith for. We don't all have the same measure of faith. We don't. Some have more faith, some have less faith. I should not be judged. You should not be judged by another man's faith. It's not based on that. It's what's God saying to you. Walk in the faith that God has given you. But also ask God to increase your faith. Be concerned about that so that you can allow God's glory, the rendering, that culmination of him and I together because of salvation, and because of his love, because of what he paid the prize in, that we are one together, and this is how we walk. This is how we have our being. Our going is in him. Difficulties? Oh, absolutely. If there wouldn't be difficulties, why would there be promises? You see, it's the school of Christ. He gives you a promise. He doesn't give you everything. He gives you a promise. Amen? Some of you are holding on to promise for wayward children, lost children, difficulty marriage issues. God has given you promises. Don't get weary in them. Knowing who the founder is that gave you that. Amen? Know the founder. Other things that God gave you the moment to have faith in. God just wants to be glorified. That means he has to work with you and through you and in you. Abide in me and I in you. You will ask what you will, it'll be done unto you. Just hang on. Might not be tomorrow. There's some things that I have prayed for and had faith for for many, 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 many years. All at once, there it was. Amen. I don't know how many years God might be asking you, but I do know that there is a rendering that has to take place. And it's a blessed thing. That's where his glory shines. Hallelujah. All right, I want to come really close to a close now. Um, <clears throat> let me see here. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, it says that ye be, oh, I read that, about followers who uh, through those, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Second uh, Peter chapter 1, verse 4, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, and having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. If the promises are automatic, why then are there promises? I have a, a whole list of things that, that I have written in secret um, at home. I have it in my computer. And I've, I've left it, and I thought, I'll just leave them until I'm gone, and then somebody will discover these writings. But I decided, you know, I think I'm going to give one of these little nuggets at every message, uh, getting 60, going on 62, I'm 61. You never know how long I'll be around. And, uh, but I'll give one of these little nuggets, and then I want to turn to Hebrews yet and read some verses right out of the Bible, and then we want to conclude. 
There must be a divine awakening of the power of faith in the written truth of God's word. Herein is the depth of spiritual authority restored of divine revelation that was lost in the first Adam and restored in the last Adam. That's the comment, the quote. I can read it one more time. There must be a divine and awakening power of faith in the written word of God's truth. Herein is the depth of spiritual authority restored of divine revelation that was lost in the first Adam and restored in the last Adam. Last Adam being Jesus. In closing, I turn to Hebrews chapter 11, starting in verse 30. And I will read 10 verses. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith, har uh, harlot Rahab perished, not with them that believed not. When she had received the spies with peace, she was a, she was a harlot. And what shall I more say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and of Jephthah and of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. Look at their faith. Who through faith they subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness through faith. Through faith they obtained promises. Through faith they stopped the mouth of lions. Through faith they quenched the violence of fire. Through faith escaped the edge of the sword. Through faith out of weakness were made strong. Wax valiant in fight because of faith. Turned by faith they turned to flight the armies of aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again by faith. These were our brothers and sisters. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Why? By faith. It was their faith that would not let them deny. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.